there. Welcome to the Brave Babe Podcast, where we talk about how to live bravely in your God-given calling. I'm your host, Sarah Gallegos. Let's dive into today's show. When I was in young adult ministry a few years ago, I would oftentimes get the same question asked to me um, in reference to following God. And I know that this question, it came in a few different forms, but I believe that at the root of it, there was a fear that was really coming where that question was coming from. And that was that they were afraid of missing God in an area of their life, whether that was marrying the wrong person, ending up in the wrong career, making a wrong decision. And that question would come out in the form of, how do I know if this is the person I'm supposed to marry? How do I know if this is the job that I'm supposed to take? How do I know if this is the major that I should be studying in college? And Honestly, I think that that is a great question because at the root of it, I think that it really shows that we are attempting to follow God's will for our life and we want to be right in the center of his plan for us. And so I don't want to come at this question thinking that it's the wrong question. I think that it's a great question to ask. And I think that it shows that your heart is in the right place of wanting to serve the Lord and wanting to do what his will is for your life. However, I want to give you some principles around this because I oftentimes think that there is a lot of anxiety and fear that is around this question or this feeling, and that fear often immobilizes us or it makes us consistently live in a place where we are comfortable in our lives. And I don't think that either of those responses are the correct response to having this feeling, having this fear, because I believe that we underestimate how much God loves us. And so I'm going to dive into that a little bit with this question, but I want you to know first and foremost that God is absolutely in love with you. He sent his one son to die for you, to be a sacrifice for you so that we could be in relationship with him. And so I just want to set the the tone with that because if you have an understanding of Christ's love for you, we know that in the word that it says that perfect love casts out fear. And let me tell you this, there is no more perfect love than Christ's love for you. Okay, so... When we are having this feeling of, oh God, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I go down the wrong path? What if I end up with the wrong person? Know first and foremost that you are God's beloved child, that he literally gave everything for you. And that when you are walking with a heart and a desire to follow God's will for your life, Know that God has got you in the palm of his hand and he is not going to let you just jump off of a cliff unknowingly. He is going to be guiding you. He's going to be walking with you. And so I just wanted to put that out there first and foremost, that if you are having anxiety and fear over doing the wrong thing and making the wrong choice, let me just put you at ease that when you are seeking God and following God with your life, he is going to help you get on the right path. Let me tell you a story. So a few years ago, I 
a long time ago. Okay. My husband and I have been married for four years. We've been together, known each other for six years. Um, a little bit before that, I was dating someone. Um, and in that relationship, I thought we were going to get married. I thought that he was the one for me and we started making plans to get married and he had bought me a ring. And around the time that he was going to propose to me, um, something came out, a relationship, um, in my life, they came out and, um, basically confronted me and him and said that, Hey, we wanted to, we heard some things and we wanted to see if this was the truth. And um, what they had heard was that my almost fiance, my boyfriend at the time, had been messing around with other girls and basically had been cheating on me um, throughout almost the entirety of our dating relationship. And when that came out, I was so angry and I was so mad that I didn't know that that was going on, first of all. So I was mad at myself. I was mad at him. And I felt crushed because what I had thought was going to be my future just came crashing down in that moment. And we parted ways. And after I had some time to process through that pain and work through some of those feelings that I was experiencing at that time, I began to see and realize that honestly, that information coming out at that time was the mercy and grace of God on my life that he confronted me at the very, you know, at, at this point where he was not going to let me go through with that relationship because he knew that that was not the right one for me. And to be honest, we could dive into this story a whole lot more and I probably will over time, but God had actually been giving me signs through people that I loved and respected. They actually talked to me about how they felt like something was off and something was wrong, but I just chose to not believe them and chose to not listen to what they had to say. And so it ultimately came to this point where God had to intervene. And I honestly believe that that was an act of love by God in my life to keep me from making a wrong decision and going down a path that would not have been God's best for me. And so I use that as an example because I want you to know that God loves you too much to let you completely screw up your life when you are trying to serve him. And I want to read this verse out of the Passion Translation in Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. It says this, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and He will lead you in every decision you make. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and He will lead you in every decision you make. And in verse six, it says this, become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. So I wanna give you a few principles to keep in mind for when you are trying to fulfill the will of God for your life and trying to determine what that is. These are some things that have helped me stay on track throughout the years. And believe me, I've made plenty of mistakes, but when you have some guideposts to know where you're at, when you're following the will of God for your life, I think it's really, really helpful. So I wanted to just take a minute and share those with you. So the first thing that is 
imperative to following the will of God for your life is to stay close to God, right? So I know that seems obvious, but I think that a lot of times we equate staying close with God with spending X amount of time memorizing, reading scripture every day. We spend, you know, three hours in prayer or, you know, we're in however many Bible studies or whatever. And listen to me, like those things are super important and imperative to your walk with the Lord. But I honestly believe that when talking about this, about staying close to God, it is much more important about your posture of your heart towards Christ than it is towards just the actions that you do in relationship with him. And what I mean by that is that you're not just reading the Bible out of a daily ritual, but that you have a heart that is positioned towards God and wanting to know him. And I'm not saying you're going to have these warm, fuzzy feelings every time you open your Bible. What I'm saying is that you're not doing something out of a religious act, but that you are actually intentional about your relationship with Christ and wanting to to do His will with your life. So that means that you do take time to pray, that you do take time to stay in the Word, that you take time to go to church and to spend time with other believers and nurturing your faith. But it's less about how much you spend in the Word and more about how how passionate you are about the Lord and how much you are giving him your attention. Okay. And don't misunderstand me. Spend as much time in the word as you can. Cause I believe that the more time you spend in the word, the more you're able to understand the voice of God and the more you're able to understand the will of the Lord. So I'm not trying to negate the power of the word of God in your life. But what I'm saying is, is that Working on your heart and your attitude towards God, I think is just so important. And that's often overlooked with the rituals that we have in Christianity of of prayer, spending time in the word and devotional time and going to church and those things. Just continue to stay aware of where your heart is in reference to the Lord. And if you feel distant from him, talk to him about it. Say, God, I, I feel like I just am not excited about your word and I'm not excited about getting to know you today. I'm asking you to help me and to help me want to draw closer to you because he will renew that desire in you. So staying close to him is important. So the second thing is similar to the first one, but it is praying out the will of God for your life and asking God to do the will of God in your life. So in Philippians 2.13, it says, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So in that verse, it says that God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do do what pleases him. So not only is he giving you the ability to do what he's called you to do, but he's giving you the desire to go along with it. And sometimes I think that we just need to practice activating our faith and saying, God, I believe that you are working in me, that you're the one who gives me the desire and you're the one who gives me the power to do what you've called me to do. And the Bible also says that if we lack wisdom, we should ask for wisdom. And so if you are needing wisdom for a certain area of your life, ask God for wisdom. He says that he will give it to you when you ask. And so activating your faith in this area is super important and not speaking to yourself negatively saying, well, I just don't know what what God's will is. I don't hear the voice of God. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't feel like I know what it is. Stop allowing yourself to think that way 
and talk that way. Just continue to exercise your faith in this area, knowing that what God's promise for you is true. And the third thing I want to talk about is following the peace of God in your life. And so I think a lot of times we underestimate the power of peace in our life. And I'm not talking about just like a harmony or just a good feeling about what's going on in your life. I'm talking about a peace that really doesn't all the time make sense. But a lot of times that is evidence of the Spirit of God in the place where you're at. And so understanding that God often leads us by peace and knowing that if we don't have this stress and anxiety. Now, I'm not saying if you have stress or anxiety that that's a sign that God's not working in your life because I do think that a lot of times we create an environment of stress and anxiety or there are other things that can contribute to that. And so I'm not saying that if you're experiencing stress that you're not where you need to be. But when we really seek the Lord in an area of our life, I remember someone telling me this as a kid and I really loved this analogy, but the peace of God is kind of like this feeling of someone rubbing velvet on your soul. And when you don't have peace about something or maybe God is not leading you in that area, it's kind of like sandpaper on your spirit. And so kind of being able to learn and that comes through practice and being able to understand that. But asking God to reveal his peace and his presence in the area that you are meant to go in, I think is a very important thing. So those three things, stay close to him, adjust the posture of your heart to want what God has for you and practice things that help cultivate that desire, like spending time with believers, staying in the word of God and praying. And then going into that second thing, praying for the will of God in your life and honestly believing that God is working that desire in you. And three, following the peace of God. Don't allow the anxiety and the fear that you're going to miss God keep you stationary or keep you comfortable when God has something so much better for you to do. Oftentimes I tell people, keep moving until God shuts the door. Don't wait for some big thing to happen for God to show you where you're supposed to go or what you're supposed to do, but continue to just be obedient and faithful when it's in line with what the word of God says. And if God doesn't want you to go, he will not, he'll show you that that's not what you want, what you need to be doing. In the Bible, in the book of Acts, you see Paul as he is traveling um, around really the world and and sharing the gospel, there's uh, one scripture where it talks about how he had plans to go to this one area and he was on his way, like he was about to go and the Lord just spoke to him and said, hey, don't go there yet. And so he was like, okay. And in the middle of that journey, he's like, all right, we're going to go a different way. Uh, And just like that as Paul was just working through what was in front of him to do, God pivoted him to the next thing. And he was just like, okay, that's the next thing. And so trust yourself that you hear the voice of God, that you're led by him and trust in the love of God for you in your situation. And so I want to encourage you with that today. If you've been experiencing fear and anxiety that you are somehow not going to follow the will of God for your life, Take those thoughts captive and begin to trust the Lord and run to him and know that he is a good God who is going to lead you and guide you in every step that you take. Hope that encourages you. 
if you are having a hard time believing that God's calling you to something, reach out to me. Let me pray for you. Let me encourage you because I want you to know that you do hear the voice of God. You are led by God and he has a good plan for your life. Stay brave, babes. Thank you.